Hey everybody, welcome to the scouting report. Today we will get into our third player in our 2023 draft series, second player we're looking at on offense. Of course, last week we covered Minnesota running back Mohamed Ibrahim and then Oregon defensive lineman Brandon Dorless. Head on over to Podbean, iTunes Podcast, or rsafootball.com to find links to those. You can also find all episodes on Twitter. Follow me at RightStepADV. Uh, comment on episodes. Let me know what players or content you would like to hear next. Tomorrow we will have a special episode looking in-depth at what the fall scouting season looks like for an area scout. I covered the Midwest for three years, and we will talk through a typical week's schedule, what a school visit looks like, what it takes to make through the grind of a fall season. I will tell you, uh, you know, in detail, I'll look back at some of my calendars, some of my weeks that I had. Uh, you will get a full in-depth look. Uh, of course, please like, share, follow this podcast. Would love to get it to continue to grow, maybe add some film at some point as we go make it a complete scouting experience for you. With that said, let's jump into today's uh, player. Wide receiver Bryson Tremaine out of Stanford. Big height, weight, speed prospect, uh, long, lanky, still developing. Uh, taking a look at his background. He'll be a fifth-year player in 2022, uh, largely what you would say a non-recruited or under-recruited player uh, out of Venice High School in California. Uh, spent the first three years of high school at Windward in the Santa Monica area of LA. Played quarterback and safety there. Transferred over to Venice High School as a senior right down the street there. Played for Coach Angelo Gasca there. Uh, you could say two-star recruit, depending on where you look. You see no stars, two stars. Again, a player that was largely um, kind of forgotten about. Developmental player, kind of as it goes that way. In addition to football, Bryson was a track and field athlete as well as a baseball player. You look at his track numbers, you'd say he was a fine high school track athlete. Uh, was primarily a 100-meter runner, long jump, high jump, ran on the 4 by one was 12.3 to 12.6 in the 100 meters. Nothing that's gonna move the needle for a scout or director. Uh, 5.9 high jumper, you know, okay. Nothing to you know bat an eye at, nothing to throw him out. Nearly 21 feet in the long jump. Again, all solid. Again, nothing that you're gonna just take this guy, kick him out of the room, but uh, nothing that's gonna make you uh, be really impressed. Think that he's gonna be a speed burner, big time explosive player. Again, high school, track numbers will come up in most scouting meetings. A little insight there, uh, directors, coaches, they love to hear uh, the background, multiple sports, and then any specifics when those sports. Anytime a high school track runner gets down in the low 11s, maybe you get into those high 10s, uh, wind dated high school numbers, gets the people excited, you know you've got uh, some speed to work with. Again, primarily recruited by the Ivy League, Stanford. That's where he was expected to be a developmental player. Obviously enrolled there 2018. Uh, has worn number 81 for the Cardinals since that time. Um, 6'4", 185 when he enrolled. Took a developmental redshirt again in 2018. By year two, was already up at 196 pounds. Again, put the work in in the weight room during the offseason. Uh, in that second season, saw time in all 12 games, primarily a backup and special teams player, 
almost all of the snaps coming that year on special teams. Did see a few garbage time plays. In 2020, COVID shortened season, played in all six games, made two starts, again, nothing real impactful about his numbers, about split time, special teams, and offense. 2021, again, you talk the weight progression as he continued to develop, 207 pounds, became a starting wide receiver, and was leading the team with five touchdowns, 240 total yards through five games, suffered a season-ending injury, 25 plays into the Oregon game. So you've got a player that uh, has shown some good things, shown some flashes, especially there in 2021, shown a good uh, ability level, good versatility uh, to be on special teams, but the wide receiver aspect of it is still um, largely out there to be put on film this fall in 2022. Again, going back to the weight progression, always matters for big wide receivers like Bryson. Again, coming in 6'4", 100 and, uh, what was he there, 170, 185 pounds. Again, developmental, developmental, developmental. Um, as he's continued to develop, the physique now matches more what you want. Looks like a guy that belongs in an NFL field. Um, again, some of these questions will be asked by scouts. Uh, does he maintain that weight? Is it fluctuating? How has his body handled? Has he gotten bigger? Has the, have the knees handled it well? Ankles? Has he dealt with any soft tissue injuries? Um, again, these types of answers that scouts get won't, uh, will not only indicate what type of player he could be on the field, but also what kind of professional or what kind of business does he take care of off the field um, is he serious about nutrition and development is he putting in the work in the weight room stretching rehab prehab post-hab all those things again it'll continue to paint a picture as scouts get through those questions so jumping over let's take a look at what we see on film with bryson first off his strengths size and physicality again i height weight speed prospect uh, this really shows up on special teams where he is a frontline player on kickoff return. He engages, battles defenders down on the field, uh, running down the field. He's an edge player that will both rush the punter on punt return as well as lock up, you know, tackles, guards, ends, uh, slots on punt return. Will also play as a gunner on punt team. Um, though he's not the best off the line of scrimmage, he's got a long stride, gets out in space, uses the physicality that uh, he has to beat a lot of times smaller vice and corner players blocking on the outside. So he is a player that's on three special teams. I'm sure there will be a role for special teams coaches in the NFL to get him on kickoff as well. Another strength of his is his versatility. Lines up in multiple spots, is an XZ slot receiver, moves inside and outside. Again, you start looking at down the line wide receivers, you know, a little preview of where I view this player. He's gotta be able to back up multiple spots. If he wants to be active on game day, this guy's going to be a special teams coach's guy. He's got to be able to back up multiple spots on the field. Again, the Stanford SMART moniker will be a question that scouts will have to address as they go through. Again, looking at his film, he does already line up in multiple spots. He was an Ivy League recruit. Sounds like there's some natural intelligence there. Again, looks like there's some natural intelligence there. So hopefully he can back up those multiple spots, be a guy that both uh, wide receivers coaches and special team coaches will stand on the table for. 
Another one, his hands. This guy goes and gets it with his hands, battles in contested situations, big frame, big catch radius. He will utilize it. And then again, as Arzi noted, special teams work. This guy is going to be on every special teams board as a guy that you start to think about, all right, not only is this guy going to be able to contribute as a backup depth wide receiver, big body possession guy, match him up against smaller corners, but the special teams coach is going to be able to have a player that is smart, that is versatile, that can line up, again, at 6'4", you say 210 pounds, he can be a guard, tackle, wing, gunner on punt team. He can play inside and outside as a blocker on both return units, kickoff return, punt return. And there's probably a role for him as an outside player, contained player, see what kind of tackler is, or a lane guy on the inside, run down the field on kickoff. Again, this player, I fully expect him to be a core four player at the NFL level. Kicking it over to uh, his weaknesses at this point. Um, he's going to be a possession receiver. The speed, again, we talked about his high school track numbers. A similar type of speed shows up on film. I would say it's just sufficient for a player of his size, sufficient level of explosion for his size. He's not going to be a separator. He's not a real explosive route runner. You don't see him consistently snapping off defenders with his change of direction. He is smart. He wins in zone matchups. He wins in contested catches, but he is not going to be a consistent separator. His production. Again, we're talking about really on pace for a good 2021 season that was cut short due to injury. So his career production is not there yet. He's got to have a productive year, um, not just in terms of his catches, yards, and touchdowns, but he's got to show that uh, the multiple routes that he runs, that he can be a backup at multiple spots. He can back up the slot. He can back up X. He can back up Z. All the different routes that teams and offensive coordinators will want from those spots, he's got to show up and put that on film this year. Scouts will want more film, more film. This guy will probably be a late-in-the-year report as scouts wait for all that film to get put in. Um, you know, especially Stanford has a couple good looking wide receivers. Um, you know, actually another receiver on the roster that is just a little bit more highly rated than Bryson. Um, so there's going to be plenty of eyes on this wide receiver group. So he's going to have plenty of chances to show everyone what he can do. So as we continue to look on film, uh, where, what do we see? An outside and inside receiver works as an X, a Z, and a slot receiver. He's got good feet at the line of scrimmage. I would say just an average shoulder through um, against press contact, uh, press coverage. He wants to win with uh, strength at the line of scrimmage. He battles through, but it can get him, you know, stifled at the line of scrimmage a little bit, can be a little bit late getting into routes, get knocked off a little bit. He's got to continue to work on his footwork, his shoulder through, his double up to be able to stay clean off the line of scrimmage. Um, again, versatile in his initial spot on the field. We'll show you a glimpse of his inside and outside routes. Um, he does run a good number of routes, but you just see them very sparingly. Uh, he's best rolling through corners. Um, this again with a six-four frame. He's you know wants to stay on the move, keep his big frame moving. Uh, does work to snap down, and you see a guy whose strength has continued to develop. Um, lower body core, be able to snap it off and stay explosive coming out. But again, still refining the route running tree and we'll need to continue to show that there in 2022. 
Again, you want to call it uh, a possession receiver, a guy that's going to move the chains. He's going to sit. He's going to battle inside with the physicality. He'll take a hit. He'll win in contested catches situations. A guy that when he has the ball is not afraid to be physical at the end of the line of scrimmage. You need seven yards, give it to him at five. He's going to battle to get those two or three more. Not going to shy away from contact. Knows where the sticks are, and he's going to try to be a bully at the end of the play with a lot of the younger defensive backs that he sees. So, who were uh, some of my player comparisons? Uh, the one that, man, it came to my mind right away when I started seeing this player, a lot of similarities, uh, Ben Skoranek. Ben was a, I think, four-year player at University of Northwestern, um, transferred over to Notre Dame for his final season. Um, ben was a guy that, uh, again, a long, lanky, lean frame, high football IQ. Ben added really good weight at Notre Dame. Um, when I sat down with Ben at the Senior Bowl, one of the best interviews that I've ever had, uh, you walked away talking to Ben like this is a guy, not just a player, but this is a person, a man, a football player that you want on your team. He was drafted by the Rams at the end of the seventh round, uh, played some snaps later in the year into the playoffs for him. Again, kind of a backup at multiple spots, was a special teams player for him. Again, from the physical and mental standpoint of the game, the way they move, their body types, their makeups, um, I see a lot of similarities between Bryce and, and Ben. Uh, another player, Des Fitzpatrick out of Louisville. Des, you know, biggest difference for him, he was highly productive at Louisville. Uh, both early on in his career and late, had a bunch of catches, very wide open offense that threw the ball a lot. So the you know the production was certainly there for Dez. Uh, but in terms of the phys physicality, the hands, the catch radius, uh, similar for these players. Now Dez was a surprise fourth round draft pick of the Titans, but did not make that initial 53-man roster. This was a guy that uh, he really struggled for Tennessee in the preseason. Um, but is still expected to, you know, do something in the NFL for the Titans or if he ends up somewhere else. But uh, like I said, Dez was a fourth-round pick. I don't expect uh, Bryson to go that high. So where do I see Bryson? Um, I see a late-round draftable player. I see a seventh-round draft pick. I see somebody, I think Ben Skoranek was, you know, 249 out of, you know, 258-ish draft picks. Again, I, I think you're living somewhere right in that range for Bryson. Um, again, you're talking about a guy that special teams coaches are going to be knocking on the door for. Hey, like, let's get this fifth wide receiver. Let's get a special teams player, big bodied guy. He can back up multiple spots, um, core four guy on special teams. Um, again, special teams coaches, I think will be a big part of the conversation for this player. He's athletic enough to operate both in space as a blocker and on both return units. Um, I, I believe that wide receiver, we, wide receiver coaches there we go will like this player but i think special teams coaches will really like this player so uh no real special trait to him just going to be a solid height weight speed guy combination of uh physicality he's going to be you know has to be productive this fall to continue to stay on the radar as a draftable player we see teams everybody wants a bigger wide receiver that's physical that can you know get outside match up with smaller corners um, his profile is that consistent, mature, professional. Expect him to have a good year there for Stanford, and I expect this player to be, you know, ultimately drafted in late rounds. Does have an underwhelming year, then we'll see where it goes as an undrafted free agent. 
Well, that is it for Bryson as we look forward to the rest of this week. Again, Wednesday special, what it takes for a college scout to make it through the fall. And then we will cover a linebacker on Thursday, Merlin Robertson out of Arizona State. Please head over to rsafootball.com. Follow me on Twitter. Find me on iTunes, Podbean, wherever it is. Like, follow, share. Look forward to hearing from you. Till next time.